welcome young people to episode 249 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. Without that whippersnapper Alex telling us all about the whoop-de-doos and the hip-hops. I'm Chance. I used to write the games of chance.blogspot.com. I don't update that shit anymore. One day I mean again. Yeah, exactly. With me, as always, is Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how you doing this I, week? I've been yelling at clouds again. Just, at just, clouds? Just, just, just screaming at clouds. Okay, the old what? man yells at clouds. The clouds just, are... I don't understand the clouds anymore, and this really struck me hard uh, when I heard the... Um, it's like O Snaps or whatever the you know like the the band that gets together with Carrie. Did you ever meet those girls what? in Cyberpunk? Okay. Oh yeah, I never met the girls. I I did the episode. I did the mission where we blew up their van. Okay, okay. Uh, later, later, Carrie ends up becoming friends with them and releasing a single with them and going on tour with them. Well, what? <laughs> but two of their songs are on the radio on Cyberpunk, and I did mention it last week. Yeah. And it was like nails on a chalkboard to me. Yes. And I was thinking about it again this week, and I thought like. These, these people are a band. Like, they didn't just find these people and said, do the most annoying, screechy thing you can do. No. This is their art. already. Yeah. yeah, this is their art. And upon hearing that and knowing that at some degree these people have found success for doing this, <laughs> I, I'm old. Yeah, yeah. I'm old now. This is the day. We don't know what's cool or This is the day. A hundred percent. And what's cool and hip frightens and confuses yeah, me. Yeah, I used to with it, then they changed what ha- it was. It'll yeah. happen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <sighs> I'm still playing cyberpunk. Are you still? You're not. No. Well, you've moved on quickly, haven't you? Oh, I moved on quickly. Yeah, I, I, I especially with since we found out that the next gen patch isn't going to be till what the end of the year. Or, or you know what? I'm beginning like of next that? year. If we're lucky, it seems like. Ay, ay, ay. Very. The game shouldn't have come out. Let's just say it. It probably shouldn't have come out. It would have denied us our number two game of the year. I, you know, I've been saying this true, true. So even in its current state, it's valuable. Yeah, it and is. I get, and I Absolutely guess, and it's definitely is. worth the purchase to me. But um, what I think is, years ago, four years ago, when they did whatever change they did, this big switch over in the direction of the game, they should have gone. You know what? This is never going to work on a base PS4 and Xbox. No, they they should have just pushed it off and. Yeah. That's all. That's all they would have had to do, and then all those resources that put out these horrible ports could have made the decent ports. Yeah, and, and, and turned on some of the extra bells and whistles that they yeah. could have done on the new system. And I'm not saying that it would have been better than Bethesda at launch, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it might have been. I mean, let's be honest, though. Assassin's Creed was bad at launch. It had bugs that you couldn't not save. This well, okay. Um, yeah. the, there was that one horrible that was that, bug. There was that one, but... But there but isn't really a, that one horrible bug for... It's just like, wow, this is really rickety. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like scaffolding. It's not put together quite right. And you uh-huh. don't feel quite comfortable standing on it, but, you know... It's so good looking. Yeah. If you get to the top, there's a great view. You just have to trust it'll hold on you <laughs> till you get that far. I got to, like, level 45 with pure pistols. And the problem was, was, you remember how we were discussing last week, if you do a thing, you end up getting better at that thing because you're developing this passive yeah. experience bar in that thing, right? Okay. Yeah. And you can only develop that up to the number of points you have in the skill. Correct. So what? I, I, had, yeah. I had 20 points in reflexes, and I got my pistols up to level 20 by the time I was, like, level 30. Oh, jeez. Because all I did was just kill Shoot guys with people. this one pistol over, <laughs> over yep. and over. And I got really good at upgrading the pistol. I decided I'd never investigated the tech tree. Let's do that. And uh, and the, the problem is, though, once I hit that point where I was 20 in pistols at level 30, 
Is how there I, any challenge left? It's not about challenge. It's about efficiency in what I'm doing. Um, I, I can still earn perk points by doing other shit in the reflexes tree. I can do blades, or I've already done blades. So let's do submachine guns. And now I'm just running around as a submachine gun guy in slow motion. <laughs> and it's like, this isn't what I signed up for with this no, character. No, you've capped out on that. Yeah. yeah so on, on Fun Factor, maybe I just sort of just switched back to pistols, but what I did is I rolled a male character for the third time. Uh, you're going to make it far. Come on, come on. And uh, decided this guy is going to be just a baseball bat. And when <laughs> when I saw the character screen of when I finally got a bat on him, he's holding it just like you'd want Harley Quinn to hold her bat. Ah, like okay. kind of kind of slung over casual one shoulder, and I could see my female V holding the bat, and <laughs> and and the thing is, and I've and I've hit it like I've hit multiple times lines where I remember being particularly impressed with female V and listening to how male V said it. Yeah, and male V says everything as if the person he's talking to is stupid. In yeah, he's very much cynical and yes, yeah. and uh, specifically. One of the lines that really struck me for female V was there's two lines where V directly re- references the fact that she's not that he, that he is not feeling good. That's after you rescue Sandra Dorset in the prologue, basically yeah. you, you carry her out, and then the next morning V goes V Jackie calls V and V says I'm not feeling so good. Uh, when when I jacked into Sandra Dorset yesterday, I feel like I might have gotten spiked or something. Yeah. And when Male V says that, he's given Jackie some information because this is information that Jackie needs to have. And when Female <laughs> V, when Female V is giving it, it sounds like she's sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's actually acting a little. It's complete. And so like, it, and so I recorded it when Male V said it because if I ever do a video review of this game, that's going to be the example. Of why of of views. her doing of her giving a hundred percent and him just saying a line. Is it possible to go through gender reassignment in Cyberpunk? Or once you pick no. a character, are you stuck with that character? You can't even change your hairstyle. You can't get tattoos in that way. Assassin's Creed is a far superior game, which is ironic because the whole fucking thing is about modifying yourself. Yeah, right? you can't you can't go in and again get your yeah. bits changed out. Not that's, even that's a little weird. bit. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, because there are characters who who mention that. Aren't there? Or am I am I remembering that incorrectly? That there was a character that talked about when they had been reassigned. Oh, um, Claire, Claire, the the race uh, the race car lady. Yes, that's what it was. Yes, yeah, yeah. She went through a gender reassignment or gender whatever. I don't remember words they used. I got no problem saying that Claire is pretty. Hey, no, I I I think it was interesting that it was dropped. It was was said like it didn't mean much. It was said like yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. But you can't go anywhere. V can't do this. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So still cyberpunk. Wow. Okay, well, I, I tried a little man-eater. Oh, yeah. No, is. no, it's okay. It's okay, because I really did want something different last night. <laughs> well, that, did you try, you tried the new version, because the PS5 version of man-eater was on PS Plus. Uh, no, I, tr- I had the PS5 version at launch, because I had the PS4 version. Oh, okay, yeah. I've yeah. always had the PS5 version. But at launch, I wasn't interested in man-eater, because Spider-Man and Demon's Souls were right there. Yeah. Right? So, no, I'm not interested in man Like, I, yeah, I was interested, not that interested. But now I'm like, I could really use anything else. And upon playing Maneater again, I'm enjoying it. But I'm also very quickly remembering that this is a very hand-exhausting game. You are constantly mashing the yeah. right the right trigger to bite and the left trigger to swim. And even in Overwatch, my my, arm, my hands don't get a workout like Maneater gives them. Hmm. 
is it different on the PS5 controller? Does it feel different, even with the haptics turned well, off? Although okay. Manny is probably not using the haptics. But uh, I, you know, they no, I think they are. I think that was oh, one okay. of the things that was noted on Added? the advertising. Okay. But but I haven't experienced it because I turned that shit off in the base, like in the core PS5, you know, yeah, options. Uh, the, yeah, the UI level. And the but the PS, the like the Dual Sense is heavier than a DualShock Four. Yes. way heavier. Uh, so that could be part of it, but it's definitely a more physically demanding game. Weird. Yeah. It might be something we'll get used to with time. Um, because there was I mean, yeah, there, there, like I'm there already used no, to it. There was no adjustment for the Xbox controller because it's the same controller. I mean, there's no different. It fits on the same charging third-party charging stuff. I mean, it's the same. So it's there was no adjustment. I really like that it's USB-C now for the PS5. Yeah, because you can't plug it in upside down. It just kind of yeah, works. No, that's how all USB should be. The fact that I have like a USB normal in my PC is abhorrent to me. <laughs> all of these, all of these like five year ago USB ports need to go. Yeah. Why doesn't why doesn't every uh, headphone every every headphone system like earbuds? Why don't those all have USB C? My new phone to... is USB C. Exactly, it's, it's exactly. It's not even mini USB. It's USB C. Exactly. It's actually very nice. I don't want to spend fucking two hundred fifty dollars on earbuds. Just give me a headphone with USB C. There you go. Makes sense. Uh-huh. Well, I am actually. I'm still picking through uh, Immortals. And Gods and Monsters. Yeah. No. So, yeah. The God Gods and Monsters is the old. It's that's still much better. That's a much the old title. Yeah. yeah. It's a much. But better so game. that makes this like a fifty-hour game. Uh, well, I'm only at like 2025 20, oh, really? oh, right now. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not putting quite as much time into it, but it's 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 bigger than I thought. There, there's a lot, there's a lot on the map. It's last week I described it as Ubisoft's Zelda, yeah. and that's not what it is. It's it's Assassin's Creed, but with Zelda style dungeons. Because you you know in, mm. in Breath of the Wild how you have these little mini dungeons floating yeah, around, and and those sucked. But this has good dungeons. Well, this one it's got these little mini dungeons oh. in there, but and and they all take place in Tartarus, so they have kind of a similar look mm. to them. But there, I mean, some of them are combat ones, and a lot of them are puzzle oh. ones. But that—that's what you're doing. You go into these little dungeons, and you're you're you retrieve Zeus's thunderbolts out of those. And that was the most disappointing stuff. part of Breath of the Wild. Uh, well, but it gives you something more to do instead of just like walking up and grabbing the chest. You have to do some work for it. Yeah, but once uh, upon even, a time, beautiful intricate level, beautiful intricate dungeons, huge dungeons that were really—it still fucking, has those. I mean, so this has, but been? there, well, it's got like. Uh, probably four of them, one for each of the gods. Like there was one for Aphrodite. There was one that I just did for Athena. Uh, there's next one is Hephaestus. What do you get after doing Aphrodite's dungeon? Um, you you retrieve the god's essence. So what yeah. happened was when um, oh shoot, not from Tartarus. He's the the main bad guy whose name I'll come up with later on. Hades. Not Hades. No. Oh Zeus. No. Oh. Um, it's, it's oh it's one of the old titans, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can't remember his the name. Big bad, whatever. Uh, when he when he escapes, he takes some of the gods and and steals their essence and changes what they are. So Aphrodite goes from being Aphrodite to a tree, and she is a tree, and she's she wants to serve everybody else. She's no longer worried about herself. She just wants to give fruit to the nice animals. And you have to retrieve her essence, so she's Aphrodite again. Athena goes from being this wise kind of leader to a ten year old girl, and it's actually pretty hilarious because okay. you. Have, this but ten-year-old girl is Athena. Upon completing this dungeon, you you don't get some awesome thing. Um, no, you've already gotten the god's blessing, and you're just—it's just the next quest, basically. You you finish that, and now Athena is Athena again, and you can move on to the next section of the map. All right. Um, 
Yeah, it's 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 it it has become what most of the Assassin's Creeds have become, and it's just I'm just clearing things on the map. Like, oh, gotta go pick this up, gotta go to this dungeon, gotta go to this, gotta go to that. And I'm, I'm I think I'm about halfway through it now. Okay, but, but is is the act still... of like killing these things and jumping around fun? I, actually, yes. I mean, the platforming is good. It's got it's got the the you unlock powers separately from the main quest line. You can choose which of the quote-unquote god powers you unlock and when you unlock them. Okay. And I have kind of been choosing one and maxing it out, but what I found is that you will arrive at one of these side dungeons, and it'll, it's nice enough to tell you, listen, you don't have the skill you need to do this one yet. Ooh, it doesn't like let you like flounder around, or I it'll tell you you can, you can do the main part, but you cannot do the side chests yet. You just don't have the skills that you need. Hmm. And then it'll mark that Tartarus dungeon for you to go back to later. That say, hey, you can come back this later. Come back later when you have it. And what I was ha- missing is I was missing some mobility options because I hadn't I hadn't unlocked any of um, Ares' uh, skills. Okay. He's got like a vertical jump with spears to shoot out of the ground or something like that. I had done most of Athena's, which was a forward dash and stuff. So I, I was missing like half my mo- my mobility. Oh. I just got unlocked that last night, so I kind of need to backtrack and do a couple of dungeons. But it's nice that it lets you pick and choose these. It's not like you finish the Athena quest and you have the Athena skill. You can choose whatever you want. You know, some of this, some of that. You have an axe and a sword, and I have put no points into sword because I, I like how the axe just swings kind of a heavy whoop that goes around to it. So the way your character grows feels like it's your build, but it's probably going to have the same issue that the Far Cry games do where if you play slowly and you're getting, you know, finding, emptying out areas of the map, I'm going to have everything unlocked and there's still going to be a lot of game left. Like, Far Cry's have always done that. If you play a Far Cry game, and you do everything you can, all your unlocks are done, and you've got, like, ten hours left. Well, then, Ubisoft design philosophy is probably that it's a good thing to have too much. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like, uh, Cyberpunk, again, last week, um, I was level 48, and there was nothing left to do. Yeah. 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 I just, I mean, it'd be nice if you could continue to put points into something. I mean, maybe they'll, maybe I'll unlock something else. I'm, I'm constantly finding new bits of armor. Like, there's only two pieces of armor, like, like chest armor or your toga and a helmet. And you're finding new ones, and they all have like one specific thing. Like the one I use is gives me an extra percentage points of damage on my axe. There's other ones that do, you know, you get stamina back for this or things like that. So there's there are choices in there, but it feels, I don't know. Watered down is the wrong term. I think intentionally not as complicated as like an Assassin's Creed. Yeah, well, it's, it's aimed at a younger audience. It's aimed at a younger audience, and, yeah. and maybe that's why I'm enjoying it, because I just don't really feel like trying very hard right now. Yeah, that's why we want Ratchet and Clank so bad. <sighs> You're right about that. This is the time. Yeah, yeah, and and then and Sony didn't give us a date for that. They said no, this but, year. Yeah, they gave us a year. At least they didn't say delayed. It's a big year, though. <laughs> we, we just got started. I'd be surprised if Ratchet and Clank isn't summer. In like June, that'd be nice because they don't be nice. they don't have a big tentpole in June. I mean, yeah, always do, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still poking away at at um, Immortals. I also just because it was on Game Pass, uh, gave a shot. Just played like a half an hour, an hour of Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. I did not play Ukulele at all. Me neither. Because I don't like I I, I didn't like Banjo Kazooie. I didn't really dig those. Okay. But Impossible Lair is 100% side-scrolling. Oh. It's like it's a Mario game, basically. Oh. And the catch with this one is is that right from the outset, you could go to the last level and give it a shot. 
And if you're good enough, you could do it. But when you start, you can take one hit and you're dead. And you play through the other levels, basically adding health. There's some stupid, like, you're, you're fighting like bee people and you're fighting like the bee army to protect you. It's cute and dumb. I like that. I mean, but I mean, yeah, the impossible layer is right there and you can give it a shot, but I died immediately because, you know, you take one hit and you're done. And then you can then you play through the rest of the game and gather enough hits or hit points to go back and give the impossible layer another shot. It's an interesting choice. I like the idea. I don't know if I'll put any real time into it because I didn't pay for it. It's just on Game Pass. But, yeah, 2D side-scrolling. Why not? Something for a level here or there to play. How old is it? A couple years. It doesn't look great. <coughs> well, Alex may not be here, but he no, wrote something on his fucking blog. He did. Alex is not here because Alex is spending quality time with his lady friend, like they've got a cabin or something, or, uh, or uh, they got like an Airbnb, a cozy yeah, Airbnb. little, like a cozy little cabin out, in yeah. the, out where you can really see the stars at night. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So that's fun. Yeah, Alex, <laughs> Alex is a country boy, knows exactly what he's doing. Well, I, I don't know if I'm jealous of the lady friend or jealous of Alex. One of the two. It'd be kind of nice to get away, but <laughs> it would. But yes, Alex did write a little something. Now, uh. I used to be in theater a lot. So there's this part of me that lusts after reading a script. But you like went and took like a fucking course for I, I did, for but VA. that was more of of blurbs for advertisement. So yeah, but, but, more but so I so words. I acknowledge that performance lust in you, sir. Well, true. But what do, you, do, do you want do you want this? <clears throat> no, you can you can run with this. You can okay. run with this. Okay. But it needs to be. You need to give it some bombast. You need to give it. I will. I we, will. We're, we're talking but about. I, I refuse. Like Alex expected an Alex impression. I refuse to do no, it. No. Yeah. I'm not going to do that either. Because I can barely be. hear any kind of accent out of Alex. Like I don't really. No. He's got a good solid American Midwestern. I don't. Even he's hear not it. really metro. He's closer to East Coast, but he doesn't have that kind of twang. No. There's no twang. It's just English. He sounds remarkably like like evening news. Which is good. Yes, yes, very much. Okay. <clears throat> so, I'll, perhaps I'll read it in that voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, Walter Cronkite, here we go. <laughs> this is Chamberlain and Chance. <laughs> Sorry I can't make it this week, but I do have news. Okay, I can't do this for the whole thing. <laughs> uh, if you asked me two weeks ago if I'd ever played New Vegas again, I'd have flatly said no. There are games I've played to death, and then there is this one game I own on Steam with a playtime clock in quadruple digits. All right, H- time out, time out. Quadruple digits. What the fuck That's is... over a thousand so, hours. Well, I've got that in Overwatch easily. Okay. Okay. Moving on. H-Bomber Guy's video got to me, though. It made me think about how rigid my play style was and how I only ever played Lonesome Road DLC once. For years, I'd get tired 20 hours into a run and bail. No more. I'm much more comfortable with the mod manager now, and it wasn't long until I had all of the guns and most of the textures looking, well, not amazing, but pretty damn good. Since I left the mod community, they added an incredible 300-plus Radio New Vegas catalog and a handy followed for style loot preview, and then he included a screenshot on the blog, and it looked mighty fine. Hmm. <laughs> Which reminds me, dailycrackpot.blogspot.com if you want to read it. Uh, all this adds up to me falling in love for the first time in five years. I'm staying away from stealth, speech, and medicine as well as sticking to the one perk every other level rule, which I've never stomached before. Suffice it to say, being a mealy-mouthed dimwit instead of a silver-tongued genius kicks me out of a lot of early quests, and I've had to hustle 2,000 caps in other ways. Yes, I have an encyclopedic knowledge of where all the best guns and skill books are, but I've forgotten enough about New Vegas's ingenious traps to get myself into trouble, and I'm just sucked in. 
I'm also sure I've never reached 2,000 caps as fast either. I'm both better and worse at this game than I remember, and for a game I'm practically memorized, that's pretty remarkable. Hmm. And that's the whole thing. So what's interesting, what it's, why it's probably working is he's playing against type. You know how, and we've yeah. said this before, how if I play an action RPG, I'm probably going to try to play some sort of ranged yes. character. Because that's what I like. I'm always stealth. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will play a ranger because I'm trying to keep you away. You know, when, when the next Diablo comes out, I'll play something that I have has a ranged attack. My yeah. my first cyberpunk character was a blade and stealth. Yep. Yep. So I mean, you and I, we we have these stereotypes that we go to, right? To play against type like that, maybe why? I mean, that's probably a good chunk of why it's interesting again. Well, um, part of my part of my pistol character that I was playing last week and this new brawler character I'm playing are that they hate hacking. Mm. They don't do it, which locks you out of a massive amount of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's just free money. There's like just every... free money fucking every... There's like 10... You will get out of places with like an extra 10 grand. Oh, yeah, just, like, just by hacking missions. the things on the walls yes. and doing it right. Yep. And so by, by saying not for me, like it completely changed how I approached the game and how the landmarks came. The landmarks were like investments in, in my cyberware. Big important huh. investments like this is the legendary deck I'm going to use for the entire game. That's a purchase for the game. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got. That's yeah. it. No yeah. buying any cars. But then by late <laughs> game, I had 18 points in um, um, in the tech tree, so I could craft uh, sniper rifles and rifles and sell them. And I was up to like 200 grand on my uh, pistol. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, selling stuff. I thought you weren't supposed to sell things because it can balloon your save file size. Or is that PC only? Sell things? Yeah, that one of the issues. Oh, we talked about this. I, yeah, uh, I know yeah, on the but, PC but I version. Thought, I thought that was about having so much shit in your inventory no. and in your safe. Wow. It it actually tracks everything you buy and sell. Oh. So if you just constantly pick up crap and sell it to the vendors, that makes your save file huge. On PS5, that can't be an issue because selling crap was what I did 100% of the time on my first Full two okay. playthroughs of the game. Okay, must have only been PC then. I guess. Something... I never sold anything. I actually broke everything down and, and just ran upgrades on my stuff. Yeah. There was something, it's something about the size of the save file getting over Yeah, it's, it's literally the size of the save file gets too big. Yeah. I've noticed that PS5 will fuck up if I keep too many save files at once, which is really a yeah. problem because I'm running, I have saves of like probably eight different characters at this point. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all street kids. <laughs> They're almost all street kids, except for like my super assassin hacker who's a corpo. So this new this new guy, the male, just so I never forget, he's a nomad. Okay. Yeah. So when you played corpo, did you play long enough to meet? Because okay, when you're playing through corpo in, the, in that opening segment, you segment you meet that old friend of yours. Um, did you play long enough to meet him again? I played the shit out of that character. That was my hacker character. She yeah, got to 48. So I must have, but by the time I met him again, I probably forgot who the fuck he was. Well, he tells you. And then he, he, he because he gets fired too when he's coming for revenge. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and, and I, I killed him. I shot him in the head. I'm like, yeah, shut up, okay, pop. My, yeah, my, uh, my hacker was absolutely bloodthirsty. <laughs> and the, the irony of this brawler character is blunt weapons are non-lethal. 
Nice. So yes, so I'm consciously reloading saves if I like forget what I'm doing and throw a grenade. <laughs> but I'm trying that'll, to do, I'm trying to do a complete non-lethal run with this guy. That'll make it easier to do those um the the psycho quests where you weren't supposed to kill him. Um. Okay. Because with... I, I mean I did that. I did all of those. I actually got that achievement. I got all of them. And I didn't so kill did I. any of them. But but here's what I've learned about the cyber psycho specifically. Um, if you if let's say you're using like a sniper rifle that'll do a hundred thousand damage to the guy. Okay, if you headshot him? Yeah. If you headshot him with that, just like, and I played through my entire pistols run like this, I slowed time, I shot him in the head. And then he will drop to the ground and go around and groan. So you can nail him with a non with a lethal, um. And they don't actually. Killing blow. And then you'd have to hit him again. But if you've got a dot on him, a lethal dot like bleed, that that could kill him. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anyway. Have you been... Well, okay, so uh, uh, Netflix, well, last week we were talking about uh, the... Well, I don't even remember what the fuck it's called. It's like the History of Swear Words? It, it, it's History... I believe it's called History of Swear Words. Okay. Yes, yes. I did not watch all of them. I watched I watched three of them. Me too, thereabouts. And that was all I needed. Yeah. And I was surprised I made it that far because it's immediately one of these... I don't want to say low-budget Netflix shows, but I've seen this show from Netflix so many fucking times. I'm tired I of know, it. No, but I just I, I watched shit fucking damn. I don't even remember damn. Damn was the last one, and the the, the whole point of damn was that it really isn't a swear. Well, it really isn't even a swear word anymore. That it used to be. It really, no, it's no. And I agree that shit is uh, you know. It's barely. Yeah, shit's yeah. barely a swear. I see. I I just had I had fun with it because it was just silly, and and Nicholas Cage was. was up there just like just hamming it up. Yeah, but the, the, the thing is, though, he is, like, I don't need Nick Cage in that position. I would have enjoyed a, com- a comedian in that position. The most enjoyable parts of it were the comedians and the experts, and that's it. Yeah. And Nick, Nick Cage is neither of those. He's just Nick Cage. Um, I didn't really feel like he added anything to it. Well. I felt like he, it's, I felt it's like he was a subtraction. It's just like a, they're 22 minute or 25 minute little mini documentaries on foul language. They're not, no, no, no. That's the thing. Don't call it a documentary. It's not fucking that. No, it's that. not a documentary. What it is, what it is specifically is one of these shows where we cut back and forth to a bunch of comedians and experts as they all kind of reflect on this one thing and the expert tries to explain to you what the fuck it is mm-hmm. and what the actual deal is. And they have maybe five minutes of the episode and the rest of the episode is just jumping back and forth as the narrator leads us around to all these you know and so it's i've seen that shit from netflix again and again and again i want something more substantive uh well then just go back over to disney plus and watch the new season of cosmos i have yet to do that Hmm. i really should okay cosmos is also not what i'm looking for this was this was meant to be uh the definitive etymology of of cursing and it certainly was not it was just another one of these little wanna fucking burn half an hour Here's, here's, that's literally that's exactly what it is. Like, I got half an hour. All yeah. right. And, and instead of just burning it, I would rather invest it in something fucking awesome like Venture Brothers. Oh yeah, yeah, because you bought all those seasons. I how, bought how far. I bought all the seasons. It was a much better investment than Yakuza. Oh, you've gotten more time out of it already. <laughs> easily, easily. I I watched from probably halfway through season four to just to the end of it. And the problem with it is there was a special between like season five and six or something. <laughs> That is not included in your collection. Not at all. And and it wasn't like a collection that was sold. It was like, here's season one, here's season two, here's season three, here's okay, season four. Okay, bottom piecemeal. Yeah. 
And nowhere else on the PlayStation Network is this special even available. But uh, at the end, like, the Season 5 ends on a cliffhanger. Oh, jeez. Then, unbeknownst to the viewer, myself, there's this whole fucking Venture Brothers movie that occurs wherein Rusty, like, somehow Rusty's brother dies. Leaves his massive uh, fortune that his brother has amassed to Rusty. Rusty moves to New York. Now lives in this awesome like Avenger style venture tower, and <laughs> and everything is different. All the kids look different. Brock is back. We don't know why Brock's back. We're, Brock's back bodyguarding them again. Like it. It all just here we go. Like it was. It's shitty. all in that movie. Yes, that aspect was shitty. But then these last two seasons are goddamn some of the best Venture Brothers has ever been. It's absolutely wonderful. Like, the way the plots weave back and forth, uh, the various... Just the various plot lines and how these uh, these characters are introduced that you end up looking forward to seeing. And you know you're not going to see them for another half season. <laughs> but when they weave back in, it's just fun as shit. And it's just... It was intensely satisfying. And then, of course, it ends on another fucking cliffhanger. Still fantastic, fantastic. So season TV. seven ends on a cliffhanger. And season seven, I just looked it they up, it's two years old, oh, October 7th, oh, 2018. Um, Venture Brothers has always been like years between seasons, but I believe it was canceled last we heard, and apparently HBO Max is looking to pick it up. Oh, uh, okay. That's that, that's where that's laying for the moment. Well, yeah, wow, okay. Holy cow, between five and six, there was three years. Mm-hmm. Between, eight, between six and seven is two well, one and a half. Man. Oh, still. No, but that, yeah, but that's normal for Venture Brothers, but it's abnormal for, like, any other cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. How do you I maintain an and, audience? Rick and Morty. Just... Rick and Morty did that, to a degree. Is Rick and Morty still going? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. The, Rick and Morty got signed for, like, I forget how many seasons it was, but Rick, like, Justin Roiland never has to worry about money again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Hang on. Hang on. Uh,. Rick and Morty seasons signed deal enter. Uh, score seventy episode order on Adult Swim, and the last season was ten episodes. <laughs> so, I think it was ten anyway. Yeah, Rick and Morty's coming for a while. Um, yeah, and then I watched Lupin on Netflix. Are you good? Now, with, are you good with I, subtitles? I, I'm. You said French. Is yeah. French with subtitles? Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It was the original anime in um, not Japanese. Okay, Lupin is not an anime character. <laughs> I, I could mean, have sworn Lupin. No, is no, an no, anime no, 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 no. I appreciate that there's an anime about Lupin, Lupin the Third. I appreciate that there's an anime about Lupin, and it is incredibly successful. I'm not denying that. I'm just so, saying if there, was, if there was if there was an anime called Romeo about the Shakespearean character of Romeo Capulet. What was his name again? Romeo Montague. Rumbling amount to you, yes. Does that make Romeo an anime character? No, no. I, this is this is ignorance. I didn't okay, realize okay, Lupin right. existed outside then, then, of. Then anime. let then let me look this up. Wikipedia, Lupin, Lupin the Third. For the character, see Arsène Lupin. What fictional character? French mystery comedy. Okay, no, no, no. This is not true. This it's a book. It's a book. <laughs> the, the internet just fail you. It, no, no, Where no. Where does Lupin, Lupin come from? Uh, Genius Plant, Lupin TV series. Okay. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay. Arsene Lupin. 
is a fictional gentleman thief and master disguise created in 1905 by French writer Maurice Leblanc. He was originally called uh. Arsène Lopin until a local politician of the same name protested. Blah, 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 blah. Uh. So, like, 115 years ago, Maurice Leblanc uh, wrote, like, he was kind of like, he was like a gentleman, um, yeah, he was a, he was a gentleman thief. And he had okay. all these wacky, awesome adventures. And, uh, and then, yeah, like, they made an anime based on it. And the anime, um, the anime is a lot, yeah, like, it's very much the same in that Lupin himself is a good guy. Um, but in the anime, he's also kind of a silly goofball who just happens to be one step. Well, actually, in the anime, he's always one step behind. He always gets fucked by the end. Mm, okay. But, the, okay, so this, this Netflix Lupin has nothing to do with the anime. Okay, so it's the character. It's the original character being used again. No. Not even that. No. Okay. But, but, but to the same degree that uh, uh, an anime Lupin... Uh, will go through all the machinations of an awesome heist. Like, there'll be crosses and double crosses and this awesome thing you got to get, and then I've got it, but now this other person has it, and oh well, maybe next time. Like, that, that's, that, that's what was, that's what both Lupins share. Um, but in this Lupin, who we meet is a young man who, okay, I don't even, I don't want to spoil the plot. I mean, let me go to, uh, Lupin Netflix. And IMDb. It stars Omar C. as a man who receives a book about Arsene Lupin, which inspires him as he seeks revenge on the wealthy family who framed his father for a crime he didn't commit. Okay. That is an excellent breakdown of it. And uh, it doesn't... The, the it's This feels like a really strong BBC series. But I, it feels better than a Sherlock. Because you know how Sherlock always had this moment of, that was fucking... That doesn't make sense. It was stupid. Yeah. That was, yeah, like, this doesn't have that. <laughs> it's hmm. just fun the whole way through and seeing how he pulls it off. And he doesn't fuck up. He gets it done. He gets it mm-hmm. done beautifully and with panache. And, uh, and they do it entirely with all these French actors you've never heard of before. And you gotta think that in France, the book, let's find this again. Uh, Oh wow, it was a series of articles. Uh, the adventures, the adventures of Lupin, you'd have to think in France, given that they were originally published in French. Like mm-hmm. these are like, for French people and for French actors, this is an awesome character, a character whose story you want to be part of telling. Every actor in this is doing 110%. Uh, Omar Sy is, Funny and, and cool and magnetic and does a great job with it. Uh, the, the care, the person he's playing is, is, is transformative, is constantly acting like different people. And, oh, he's just, he's fucking awesome. Um, I don't want to say it. Yeah, I don't really don't want to say anything. pretty well received on, on IMDb here. Is it? Eights for most of the episodes. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy. And the problem is, there's only five episodes. It's like part one. It's like part one of the season. Oh, they made, they're 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 oh. stringing you along. Well, it says here Omar Sy is listed for seven episodes on IMDb. Huh. Anyway, let's click. Could this. it be kind of a Bond thing where it's just going to change if if it's successful? No. A different character? No. No. Ah. It said episode one point seven and one point six, but if I click on those, it doesn't even give a time. But yeah, it's, it's, it's very good. Uh, so yeah, only six episodes. Each episode is about an hour. So, but it's like, it's like a, what are we doing this Sunday? You're going to have a good time. 
if you want. Okay. Just like put aside an afternoon, chill out with the family, watch that shit. I don't like. Okay, okay. Um, it had some language, I think, and depictions of suicide as warnings, as content warnings. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it's French. I mean, there's French. Anyway, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> They're horrible people. <laughs> They're all rude. I. I, I <laughs> They're can't all so rude. La- I can't use language as a. Uh, as a thing against my, the, you know, without letting my kids see it, we, we actually played Cards Against Humanity with my children about a week ago. I have never played that in my life. Oh my gosh. Okay, but, but speaking of ex- exposing kids to shit they don't want to see, I think your kid is like older than 13. You got kids that He's are older. 14. Th- He's 14. Okay. Well, youngest is 14, oldest is 18. Okay, but, um, the, the kid Which next made playing door. Cards Against Humanity with a 14 year old a little awkward. The, oh man! The kid, anyway. the kid next door is thirteen. Okay. And his mom comes out, and uh, she's saying, "So, have you played the cyberpunk game?" And he goes, um, "Oh yeah, he told me that. Uh, he told me that the dad over there is playing cyberpunk." I go, "He is." He goes, "Yeah." And Logan's seen it, and I go, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Because the kid is right there on the money, where like you want. No. 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 <laughs> not ready yet. No, just... And this is not us gatekeeping. It's just like, no, it's just not appropriate. It's no, just not... it's not. No, kid, no. I'm gatekeeping a little bit. Well, I guess I'm gatekeeping a little bit. Is that, I don't, gatekeeping is the wrong word. I mean, it, it's, there are ratings for a reason. It's not to protect people from things. It's just that you're not ready for this yet. You're not going to get it or it's going to warp your... I mean, maybe maybe no, no, I, I too agree. much credit, but no. it's hmm. what well, I I said I said it normalizes certain. What I told her was I was like, oh my god, she's like, she's like, yeah, but now that he's seen it, like I don't know what to do. I go, I would say don't, because the more he sees it, the more it kind of normalizes what you can't help seeing constantly in that game. Yeah, and I was because okay, you remember how I was talking about how I'm thinking about right of doing a video review for Cyberpunk. Yes. And yeah, sure you will, Chance. But <laughs> yeah, you might. You're not writing your blog anymore. You've got lots of time. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And I, and I do enjoy making. And I do enjoy making videos. And you want to narrate this review, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Do it like. Oh, do it like. Do it like okay. a proper fucking video review. Ooh. And as I and my thinking was like the game would like the the footage would play and I would do like the the audio review re- reading my review and we would go through like seven subsections of the review. With no mention being made of pop-ups that would occur during the video of softcore pornographic ads that have occurred in mainstream culture, in our culture, over the years. And I would make no mention of it as it occurred. Just, just, just like suddenly there's like a guy's crotch right in your face. And while these bugs are detrimental to my enjoyment of the game... I, I just I just couldn't stop playing because the action just pulled me forward. And then it would go back to gameplay footage. And again, no mention of this would be made repeatedly. And then we would get to the point where I talk about the in-game ads. Because that's really what Cyberpunk is like. It's like you're you're playing this game that has no need for any of that, really. No, it doesn't. But every time you look up, there's an ass in your face. There's a crotch in your face. There is an explosion of liquid. Yeah, isn't that being kind of true to the source material? I'm not as familiar with I Cyberpunk. I ag- agree Alex. that it is, but as a pe- but and and I myself defended it, saying that these uh, these worlds have always been lurid. Yeah, but I think you can be lurid without 
having this specific gaze, which it does, which I discussed. Yeah, I said it it's, does. yeah, it's very, yeah, it's very much from a certain perspective. And so I think, I think you could have exercised something that was both sexy without being porn hubby. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's didn't the best way to put it. We need all those dildos. We really didn't. Although and, no, I attached it's most not, of those out. Yeah, it's not the dildos. And in fact, one I know, of the it's, things, it's the ads. one of the things I'm most looking forward to in this, um, in this blunt weapons run, is there is a weapon called, I think it's called Sir John Fallistiff. <laughs> and it is an iconic blunt weapon. Nice. Yes, and it is, it is like, it is, it is a sword, but it is not a sword. Right out of Saints Row. Very much, very much. Uh, and I'm looking forward to landing that. It'll be, it'll be several hours until I do. I'm gonna modify the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, and I don't often think while I play video games about, whether or not Dicks. I would no no about <laughs> about whether or not it would be cool to hand this to a kid and say enjoy it <laughs> and this is like no nope, no no and that's wow am I well, puritan am I puritan I no rail, it's, no, no that's, I rail that's against not what it, it is it's it's because there are a child is a child oh. and and should be treated in that way i mean the, you you develop you a child does not have the same faculty or the same way of thinking about things you know you see something and it's it's truth or it's real i mean you you a child cannot well, okay. distinguish from from my great distance because i think about my own childhood and i don't i guess i don't recognize the things that perhaps molded me so my my fear from this great distance is anyone gets a look at cyberpunk before they're ready and they're like well that's what is sexy you know Mm. No, I think Twitter and TikTok are taking care of that for them already. True, true. But again, I don't... God, you let your kids on Twitter? You're sick. Kids give their molding from their own places. I don't know how my kids ended up the way they did. My son loves to fish. Loves to fish. Right? I have never fished a day in my life. I have taught him none of this. How did he learn it? I Just from other people. That's awesome. Yeah, and he wants to, I mean, he, he enjoys it, and, and apparently he's good at it. I mean, that's what he tells me, and I believe him, because why would he lie about that except for to tell fish stories? I, I, only ever caught, I only ever caught fish with my dad, and I did not enjoy it. Yeah, I, it's, he's like, do you want to go fishing with me? I'm like, nah. You know what? Sorry. You, you, sh- you should while he's still on. <laughs> uh, but it's he's not so going to want to forever. Boring. Yeah, but it, man, this is just. I'm chilling with your family. I wish I could go I, fishing with my dad as on. I would sooner go on like a hiker. I like hiking. We'll go, let's go for a hike in the woods or I'm, something like that. I'm just saying if my father crawled his way out of the grave and said, you want to go fishing with me? I would not have turned him down this time. That's okay. That's. I feel real bad about that. that I wish that I had. a little sad at that yeah, point. Thank you. Thank you. And speaking of really sad, America in 2021. Moving on to politics. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that there's some some new freshman senator is going to introduce articles of impeachment on Biden the day after his inauguration? What for? Um, what? I can't remember her name. She tweeted this out. Oh God! Gonna... Is it the QAnon senator? Yes. Oh, of course. Well, okay. You know what? But if if it's established that um, she's a nutbag, yeah. But if <laughs> if she's a nutbag and she's one of those people who don't believe that this administration is legitimate, kick her out. You, you, you guys need to get, cut this shit out and get to work. I would be nice, but it's not going to happen. Heck, they won't even impeach the guy who incited a riot. No, they have, and they're waiting until it's uh, Biden's, well, they're gonna, yeah, Biden's house. And then hopefully once it's Biden's house, they'll actually go, yeah, we don't want Biden to be able to overturn the next election. 
I anyway. Sorry, I just, sorry. I think Video it's games, funny that TV. I, true, but I I do think it's funny that Trump has finally been banned from just about all platforms of uh, social media platforms. I do love everybody. That. That's awesome. Off. And and now that he doesn't, but like I think he had no, he did say some shit on Parler. Oh yeah, Parler got deplatformed by Amazon. Amazon's like nah. Parler got deplatformed, but what Trump said on there before it got deplatformed, I'm pretty sure it was another incitement. Oh, I, I have no doubt. Yeah, so um, so that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And wasn't it was it Alex last week who was telling us that like ten years before um, ten years before Hitler's party got elected? Oh, he, there was a failed coup. There was a failed Hitler led a failed coup. Yeah. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what America chooses. I don't decade. know if America has that long of an attention span. I mean, if Trump comes back in ten years, we'll be like, "Who? I don't. What, you, what have you done for us lately? I don't remember who you are." No, because this. We okay. Um, I we forget. I think Trump remains very dangerous to the nutbags who believe in him. Mm. Um, so if he's given any kind of platform, like he needs to go, to, he needs to go to jail and uh, gag order. <laughs> That'd uh, be nice. Yeah, it would. Like, that's what needs to happen. Um, but, uh, where was I going with this? I don't know. You just veered into politics. Huh? No, but no, I was, I was going somewhere where, like, if, if this isn't, like, totally squashed, he could just talk to these people for the next four years and convince them to go after whatever. And just, they could become, like, a real anarchist force in your country. And you, um, you need to, like, look at this limb like the South Koreans did and just cut it the fuck off. I saw, I mean, I don't remember where I saw this, but they were talking about how this, not QAnon, but basically the white supremacist movement mm-hmm. may end up being basically like Hezbollah, okay. just violent insurgents that will continue to do basically, you know, domestic terrorism. <laughs> as long as at some point it's identified as that and it is treated as that, and I'm so sad of seeing these guys actually get arrested, and I'm so sad that that dude is getting his organic food in prison. Oh, is they, are they giving him his organic food? Yes. Oh, man. Yes. You know that what? And that's sucks. white privilege. It is 100% totally white is. privilege. Totally is. Fuck, even asking for the food <laughs> is white privilege. No kidding. Wait, you're being fed? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, video games. Video games. Did you buy Scott Pilgrim? It's out today. No, I didn't buy Scott. I actually didn't play it the first time around. And is it good? Tell me, it's, is it actually that good? Is okay. it really that good? Yes. But or should this, I just try to play River City Girls again? Um, okay, I remember River City Girls being very hard. But it was R- very hard. River City Girls was definitely, well, was it better looking? I don't know. Um, the art direction is like Brian Lee O'Malley combined with Tribute Games. Mm-hmm. And this is like the Tribute Games of Mercenary Kings Tribute Game. This is them at the top of their game. Um, so visually, it's amazing. The soundtrack to, to, you know, just to, to lend, for Alex to lend me his soul for a moment. The soundtrack is goddamn incredible. It's yeah. one of those soundtracks you actually go to, go out and like find and download. They released it on vinyl again. Yes, because it was an incredible fucking soundtrack. Um, now the thing is, it's been like 10 years or more since I played that bloody game. Yeah. Um, I remember it being very hard, but it was also one of those games that got easier the more you played it. So okay. sometimes you had to like throw yourself at a level and fail repeatedly just to get strong enough to win at that level. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I didn't buy it earlier today. I looked at it. It's 20 bucks uh, Canadian. Probably makes it 15 US. Probably 15, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, I would love to see it on the new TV. I still remember that that soundtrack. 
did they do anything to it? Do they actually like like upgrade um, it in any way, or this is just like here's Scott Pilgrim again? This is called the complete edition. Uh, don't mm-hmm. quote me on this; there might be more. But there were several DLC characters added to the first game. Okay, and this includes all of them. Um, in fact, let's look it up. Yeah, I just I'm wondering if they did anything. Uh, is this going to just run at 1080p? I mean, why am I even coming to this party at that point? Well, it's it's a it's because it's available on the new platforms. I mean, and yeah. you might even have it in your library somewhere. You might not even have to buy it. You could just play the original version. Just you just won't have the DLC characters. The world, the game, complete, complete edition. YouTube, uh, Nintendo. Yeah, I find I find Ubisoft's site on it. Okay, fine. Doesn't I don't want to watch the trailer. I want to see say. what have you done to this. Yeah, okay. You know what? You know what'll tell us exactly? Complete edition, all games Delta. Click, and there we go. And launches January fourteenth. That's all it tells me. Fight as your favorite character. Kick ass with up to three friends. Defeat the League of Evil Exes. Two posts. Nine okay. Modes. Uh, up to four players can join locally or online for drop. Man, we can do this online. I'm buying it. I'm buying. It. <laughs> I'm buying it. I'm buying it just so I can play this game with my brother. This would be like no. This would be like playing. Okay, this would be like playing um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. Yeah. Online, and you can like level up as you play. Like that'd be that'd be wicked. That'd be wicked. Yeah, I'm buying this. Just looking at the screenshots. It doesn't look like they did anything to it, but that's fine. No, it's it's beautiful on its own. Like, it really is a very... It always was. It didn't need an update. Hmm. It just yeah, needed we'll to be see. available to buy. But to, to have to buy it a second time fucking sucks, because I have it on PS3. And the library doesn't move across? Um, No. Really I wonder if I actually do have this game and it's now available to play. I have no idea. Well, it won't be the complete edition. That's true. It wouldn't be. Can I play as... Well, they added... I'm looking at the new character are Knives and um, someone else. Can I play as the redhead? I want to play as the redhead. Kim Pine, there it is. No, wait. Kim, wait. No. Ooh, Stadia. Yeah, that thing's still around? Yeah, apparently one of the... Uh, don't you remember, like, technically, Cyberpunk actually ran very well on Stadio. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, but if that's not, like, I- irony, I don't know what is. For all you for all you people with Stadios out there, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I mean, we're not ripping on you directly. It's just we don't understand it because we spent all this money on the, the new boxes by our TVs. <laughs> so does that mean it's time for headlines? I think so. Headlines... Mm-hmm. In Overwatch news. Just kidding. I'm going into entertainment news. As soon as I find... Where is my thingy? Oh, it's in my pocket. Pardon me. In entertainment news. Despite giving up the shield at the end of Avengers Endgame, apparently Chris Evans is in talk to reprise his role as Steve Rogers in the Marvel Universe. How would they work that? Okay, what I believe is that WandaVision is, you know, bouncing around in time. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if they bounced into like 1960s, whatever? He's like married to Peggy, <laughs> and oh, we just get we just get to hang out there for that. an episode, right? Right. So I could see that. I happening. didn't. Did you watch? I didn't watch Wandavision. Did you? It's not available until tomorrow. We're recording oh. this on the 14th. Listen. That's right. Review. Okay, I forgot the review embargo lifts tomorrow. That's why, no, that's why I thought it was. I'm pretty sure the review embargo is up today. The show. Oh, okay. The show is on tomorrow. I haven't. Oh, I haven't okay. read any reviews. I haven't even watched a trailer. But I'm going to watch that shit. 
Or at least the first hmm. episode. Just to see what it is? At least, at least as much as I did of Nick Cage talks about swears. <laughs> <laughs> fuck! Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like the first you fuck. You didn't like that? No, oh. it felt like... It was like Bad Bill Nye. He was, you know, the, what, is, what is that from Dead Poets Society? Sounding his barbaric fuck from across across the yards. Sounding your barbaric yawp across the rooftops or something. Don't you remember that that from well, from Dead Poets Society? He's barbaric, Walt Whitman. Barbaric yawp. Barbaric yawp. Barbaric yawp is one of the um, is one of the uh, barbarian ladies, spe- the Hellion special moves in Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, barbaric yop stuns the first two enemies in the enemy formation. Oh, nice. So it's just a barbaric fuck. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Anyway, uh, Amazon's Lord. You know who should have been Sam Jackson? If you're gonna have someone, have co- okay, he would have cost a lot more. He would have been. He would have been worth it. Well, okay. I would have. I would have. I would have, they, I would have watched that entire series through to its end. They should have done a different host for each episode then, mm. and obviously Sam Jackson would be the fuck episode. Yeah. Because nobody says it better. What? And then have Sarah Silverman do bitch or pussy or something like that, and then I mean, pussy. <laughs> yeah. I remember Sarah's bit about pussy? <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, Amazon. Did I say the Amazon thing? No, you didn't. Well, Amazon's Lord of the Rings series is set during the Second Age, thousands of years before the Lord of the Rings, and sounds like it's going to be like Sauron forging the Rings of Power and enslaving the Lords of Men and all that jazz. I look forward to the video game spinoffs. <clears throat> I, you know what, man? Like, if Amazon can get a show of uh, Game of Thrones quality going without then like veering completely off the rails, like I've heard nothing but good things about the Expanse. Never watched it. Hmm. I think Alex was freaking out over that show for a while. I think he was, actually, yeah. Uh, Morbius, the Jared Leto Marvel vampire movie, has been delayed to October 8th, 2021. <laughs> optimistic. Optimistic. But we'll see. Oh, by yes. God! That reminds me! You know what? When we veered into horrible news about American politics, I should have been mm-hmm. giving you awesome news about Canadian mothers. Oh, okay. Okay. Why are they better than American mothers? Well, I mean, I wasn't saying anything about generalizations. <laughs> I got some news about my mom that I'm happy about. Oh, okay. Now, my mom, as the listener surely knows, is in a home dying of Alzheimer's. And that may sound cold, but for the record, I cared for her for years and years and years and took it as long as I could. Mm-hmm. And by the time she got into that home, she was less like that lady who raised me than she was a demented um, program running on my mother's old hardware. Yeah, she's a crazy person, basically. Yeah, and it's like, you know when you see, like... A montage in a movie of the scientist teaching his robot how to walk. <laughs> That's how she walked, except instead of getting better over the course of the montage, she's slowly getting worse. Worse, yeah. So we got news the other day that she's falling a lot. She's like, mm. you know, just like getting, and like, you know, like the, the, the nurses just can't be there all the time. So sometimes they check her in the middle of the night and she's in the middle of the room. She's falling over. And so she's just getting worse and worse at that. But the thing is, my mother is weirdly healthy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she really is in all other ways. Beyond the body is fine. The brain. Yes, beyond the Alzheimer, she's kind of immortal. So she's had <laughs> she's had multiple slips and falls like this. When we were at home one day, and this was years ago, years before she went into the home, she's coming down the stairs, and this was before I learned to be there and hold her hand the entire way down. This was how yeah. this was how I learned to do that. She's coming down the stairs. I'm a few feet away from the bottom of the stairs. She loses her balance, goes head over heels, like probably ten steps up goes straight forward and face plants into the floor jeez 
And I watch this occur, and I'm so far away that I know I can't get there in time. I'm and frozen. Like in your head going, she's dead. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm like, this is how she dies. And then she, and then it was just, <clears throat> what happened? I go, are you okay? She goes, where am I? I go, you're on the floor. I'm like, the I run over the there. Stairs. I run over there. She's fine. That would have killed me. <laughs> Just strong bones. She's got the adamantium thing. Exactly. So, but after that, we got like railings going on. Anyway, so so we got this. We got this information from the nursing home lately that she's falling off, and that kind of made me feel a little down. Today, I learned got from the nursing home she's going to get her first COVID vaccine shot by the end of this month. Oh, nice! And the follow up will be by the end of next month. Wow! But I'm Canada at work. You're actually giving your vaccines to people. Of course. Imagine that. Well, we want them to live. Mm. They'll pay more taxes that way. I don't understand what Republicans don't get about this. <laughs> the the better the better your middle class are doing, the more money everyone has. They they don't think that way. No. More for me. Anyway, uh, in Overwatch news, I'm kind of hyped for that Jared Leto vampire movie. I'm doubly what hyped is? for that new Blade, Blade man. See, okay, there's a lot of Marvel that got pushed back into 2021, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. I mean, Black Widow is going to be tons, this year. Tons, Oh, God, I don't even remember Black Widow. Hey, let's check that out. Maybe that's got a release date. Although, what yeah. are they going to do with it? Because, Why don't they I just mean, put it out on Disney? That's the thing, because Fauci is saying that it's not going to be... All things... If things go perfectly, it still isn't back to normal until the fall. Yeah, the end of the year. And it's not going to... Well, I mean, I doubt it will. It might for you. Um, for us, maybe, but you know, we're still just people. I know. Yeah, and and you know, we're still trying our best. Like we're gonna fuck up just like everyone fucks up. We just won't do it maliciously and intentionally. True. <laughs> you know? I'm just I'm dying to go to a concert. I want to go to a concert, and I want to see some live music. I'm me, and I'm dying to get out there and do something. And I'm me. Yeah. Like this is my. This is my zone, alone in my room with a game or a book or a movie or something. But it's been a little long. It's been a bit much. I could use yeah. a cup of coffee with someone who I can be jealous of because they have a social life. <laughs> <laughs> I need to live vicariously through somebody, yes, <laughs> but yeah. nobody's doing anything. <laughs> yeah. And they can all meet me and go, you know what? I guess I'm going to stay with my spouse. <laughs> I'd, rather, <laughs> I'd rather not be single because because he... He's yeah. He's he's not enjoying it that much. No, <laughs> I'm not, enjoying it, but not, not that much. Not now. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Headlines. Headlines. Um, <clears throat> in Overwatch news, the Tracer London Calling comic number four is available. I haven't read have a read... single one of them. No, I was gonna say, have you read any of those? Not no, one. not okay. one. And maybe it's because this shit started right when the PS5 launched. Actually, wait. Mm. PS5 launched in November. It is now January. First one was October. That's not true. That's a lie, and I didn't read the first one. I guess I just don't care. Are you playing Overwatch as much as you have been, or is this no, kind of like... No, no, I'm, I'm playing it like... How to put it? I'm playing it just... maintenance mode right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but like, the lust is still there, and I still want to do the awesome shit, but I kind of don't. And, <laughs> well, no, that's not true. I pull off some crazy shit, like... Okay, but I'm just playing support because I don't, because I know I've been playing other shit, and 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 I know it messes with me. And sometimes when I get on Tracer, it just takes like a half a round for it to just click right back into place, and I am muscle memory. Yes, and I'm destroying people. I'm like, 
and I'm giggling while doing it. But I'm, I'm also doing that while beating the shit out of people on Zenyatta. And, but because I just don't really have the confidence, I'm just playing support. Mm. But I'm still playing a really mean and aggressive, and if my tanks won't push, well, I fucking will, Zenyatta. <laughs> and, and so, like, coming out, and when there's a tracer on the enemy team, as Zenyatta, I'm actually kind of hyped to, like, all right, let's do this. Mm. <laughs> and I really enjoy it. When they come for me and I just, ding, it's beautiful. That maintenance mode is kind of where I am with Magic Arena right now. Oh, you're still it's playing been it. so long since the last set. Okay. There's another set coming out by the end of the month. Oh. But it's just gotten so stale right now. Like, the, the best decks are the best decks. And I built one. I'm like, oh, this isn't much fun. So it's... It's just too efficient and good? It's not that it's too efficient. It's 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 actually... It's not easy to use, but you see them so often, and it's it's a, it's a deck built almost entirely around making your opponent discard cards. So you feel filthy doing it. <laughs> it's just... I mean, it's... it's The meta is stale, and it's not going to change until the next set comes out. The next set comes out in a couple of weeks, so... I don't really want the Overwatch meta to change. The only thing that kind of bugs me right now... What bugs me? Actually, Sigma just got nerfed hard, so it can't be him. Mm. Widowmaker's health is still 175. I'm happy with that. I'm overall pretty happy with the Overwatch (laughs) balance as it is right now. There you go. Well, at some point, they have to stop messing with it so they can make the second game. They have teased the next hero. I should have put that in the headlines. Really? There's another hero... Wow. Teased. Um, well, okay. Well, the way they the way they announce heroes is they start like releasing bits of here's a letter from 1974 <laughs> between the commissioner, blah blah blah, and this person. Got to build the backstory. Yeah, exactly. And and they might mention a character who in the next thing talks to the new hero or is the new hero. You never fucking know the way they play these things. So <laughs> we yeah. don't really know. Uh, the indication so far is that it's a she, uh, melee based, uh, but also could be support. Hmm. So it sounds like she carries a sword. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we don't know. But it's like this huge letter in written in Japanese, I think. I don't know. Hmm. I didn't look too deep into it because I, I still care. I do still care. Not as much. But I do still care. Like, I have been texting my brother, like, you ready to play? You want to play? Because I have been in the mood for it, because I've probably put 200 hours into Cyberpunk at this point. I've played a lot. Get your money's worth out of that, that's for sure. I really did. So, yeah. so like, when I look at these reviews, that are like, how dare it release in this state? I'm like, thanks for the game, man. Yeah. That that <laughs> made, no, that's serious. Okay. We are some of the chosen now, few, though. Okay. Yeah. That have the hardware to play it. True. And I don't... I don't want to... Maybe I do want to say this. I'm going to say this. Okay. Well, we were not lied to. If you... I mean, let, me, let me Google this. I'm going to go it, it to... It runs the way they said it was going to run on our hardware. Nobody lied to us. And it's buggy, but it's big. I wish I had watched... Oh, that's so sad. No games, no chance. Avoid the clickbait. No. There we are. No, but the episode, uh, the episode about bitch, uh, the term bitch goddess, I wish I'd paid more attention to it. Because it made me think of an article I wrote in 2009. Mm, wow. Called Cigarettes Are a Foul Seductive Bitch Goddess. <laughs> about my struggles to quit smoking and how I expected I would one day. It's 2021 now. And. But progress is being made. To a, to a large degree, I credit cyberpunk. With the fact that I have had one cigarette in the past probably ten days. Well, it it keeps your leisure mind occupied. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and 
not, no, it's not leisure mind. Okay, like I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to think about it too much. But True. the cha- so. the challenge of it is isn't that it uh is that it's what you want as a reward for everything that occurs. Like you, you get up in the morning, time for a smoke. You have a meal, time for a smoke. You got that thing done, good. Let's have a smoke. Now uh, it's hey, I got that thing done. Let's play some cyberpunk. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, no, it's it's not that. It's that cyberpunk um, kept me distracted from thinking about that reward. Ah, okay, makes sense. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Ta-da. Uh, a new week-long event celebrating a new free-for-all map kicked off this week when nine games get a mediocre new Hanzo skin. <laughs> This this last uh, event, the holiday event, was another event that went by where I didn't get all the skins. And do you care? No, because they were... No. Well, the Junkrat skin was actually kind of cute. But okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> a Jumba Diva Mecha Nendoroid is now available for pre-order. It comes with a cute little Diva Nendo and a Mecha that she can actually fit in. Now, I did not order one of these for my brother because he doesn't play Diva anymore. He just fucking mains Bastion, pretty much. <laughs> and sometimes his attack Bastion is exactly what the fucking doctor ordered. And other times, they've got a Hanzo and a Genji that are just shutting him down, and he never switches, and it drives me crazy. Mm. Anyway, I love you, Chris. Sony shut down Killzone.com this week. Weird. I mean, I... Okay, well, when was I the last I guess that means time? there's no more Killzone games. Shadow, Shadowfall, or Shadows Fall, was the last one. Hmm. Oh my God, Killzone Shadows Fall was, what, five, six years ago? Yeah. And here's the thing. I am really... Uh, I'm still in the market for a weighty uh, simulation, like the first two Killzone games, or three, really. Yeah. Um, and Shadowfall was not that. It was kind no, of that, but it was really just like, let's try to make this new hardware work. <laughs> and it was pretty. Yeah. It was very pretty for its time. Well, that way, the old Killzone, yeah, that's a great way of describing them, is they felt heavy. Yeah, they, they felt, felt like they felt like deliberate. S- yeah, and so they felt like, it was like the difference between, like, um, uh, the the difference between John Wick three and John Wick. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, I like that. <laughs> well, that's, that, good. That, that, that's a close way to approximate it because it, in John Wick three, you know he's going to destroy everyone. In John Wick one, who is this guy? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a real. There's a question to it, and everything in Killzone. The fact that it, the fact that just turning and you could see the the time of the lag in your barrel as you pulled the barrel over in this direction. You know. Yeah. Like, there was reaction speed to everything you did. And it made it uh, exciting. Very exciting. Slow in that in that excruciating The Last of Us kind of combat way. <laughs> Where you could do this quickly if you had total control, but the game won't give it to you. Yeah. And it makes it, it makes yeah, wonderfully tense. And the Hellgast were all bullet sponges. They yeah, were they space were. Nazis, but then, they, yep. but then they weren't. It turns out they weren't. It turns out they were space Jews, and you're the space Nazis. Twist! And they're, no, they're and they just dress like space Nazis. <laughs> but then why do they dress that way? Uh, they're all space Nazis. No, they were actual space Nazis for like the first yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, Steam has added improved support for PS5 X and Xbox Series X controllers. Hmm, that's nice. Uh, but the thing is, I'd rather use a DualShock 4 on a PC. Uh, a U.S. Postal Service supervisor in Middleton, Connecticut has been sentenced to nine months of, quote, home confinement... Oh my God! Oh no! That is not punishment for anyone. We have all been sentenced yeah. to that. So daily life. Yeah, and, and frankly, I've been in this thing for eleven months now. 
Wasn't it last February? It was last February, right? No, March. I think it was March. I, think, I, think. I thought the I think the quarantine issue kicked in in March. Uh, maybe for America, but for, for unless I'm it's pretty true, sure. Yeah. Was, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was February. For we us. still aren't actually doing it. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like I've been I've been in this house for for eleven months straight, and how often do you actually leave the house? This guy needs to go to jail. Um, because you work from mm-hmm. home. You have food delivered. Okay. Now, are we talking about, like, recreation, social? No, I'm talking about going out to go shopping. Okay, I don't need to go shopping. Because as we covered earlier, I haven't had a cigarette in, like, two weeks. You have all your groceries delivered? Yes. Hmm. Do you trust them to pick out your fruit? My brother was complaining about... uh, I get canned fruit, actually. Oh. Um, I I did get some Mandarin Origins around Christmas, but I just didn't touch them for two days. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's the deal, but I'm haven't died of it yet. And you know what? If, I don't think it's the deal. Anymore. If COVID comes for me now, I'll just you know take it. Fine, let it happen to me. <laughs> let me go with the other side of COVID. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. I've been sitting at home, you know, avoiding it like a good guy. I'm trying to do what is trying right. Your best, yeah. But if like this really makes me want to go out and steal a massive amount of iPhones and Playstations and Nintendo gaming devices, because mm-hmm. all that's going to happen to me is I'm going to be sent home. <laughs> Nine, nine months, months. And a twenty thousand dollar fine. Which I there's no way I could afford that though. That is yeah, that is a fine it. deterrent for me. Uh, <laughs> so that's that headline. Yeah. There's going to be a Resident Evil showcase on January 21st at 2 p.m. Pacific. We'll get a guided tour of Resident Evil 8 with a new trailer, new gameplay, and quote more Resident Evil news. Yay, Resident 8 Village! I'm actually kind of excited for that because I liked seven a lot. I should go replay two, the two remake. Now would be a fine time to replay the 2 remake. I think I've got it on disc, though. Oh. I know, I hate playing games on PS5 on disc. <laughs> the drive is so loud. I'm so fucking bougie now. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, ta-da. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World of Games out now on Switch, PS4, and PS5 via backwards compatibility. And you know what? I'm going to go fucking buy that just so we have something to talk about on the podcast next week. That's not Cyberpunk or Overwatch. I mean, I'll still talk about Cyberpunk and Overwatch, obviously. A little more variety. <laughs> These are my two children. <laughs> <laughs> CD. <laughs> it says that they are beautiful. <coughs> CD Projekt Red released it. <laughs> Speaking of Cyberpunk. Mm. CD Projekt released an updated roadmap for Cyberpunk this week, indicating that Patch 1.1 and 1.2 will arrive sometime this year, and that free DLC, something oh. earlier in the year maybe, quote, that free DLC will arrive will appear sometime this year. And then towards the end of the year, the next gen console update that wasn't supposed I think it was supposed to be in April. Was originally the thing. Will be just before twenty twenty two. I'm gonna have better stuff to play at the end of this year. Uh, yes. Yeah. Than going back to that. Because I'm betting that we're gonna have Horizon Zero Dawn two by the end of the year. Okay. And I want to play that. So your cyber let's say your CD project. Here's what you do. You acknowledge that you fucked up. Okay, guys, we gotta get back to work. No more crunch, crunch I promise. Um, you get your best people working on this next-gen patch. Like your big, uh, you know, No Man's Sky Beyond patch, right? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you get, you get the 1.1 and 1.2 happening just to make sure that maybe your quests all work. Mm. You know, <laughs> may, may, maybe that co- little thing. Maybe that yeah. core skill in the body tree that, uh, allows you to regain health during combat. Maybe that works. Works. You know? Yeah. Shit like that. Maybe that save file thing doesn't happen. 
<laughs> then at the at kind of fall when everyone's releasing their big games, you're not releasing a big game. You're releasing a big patch. You're releasing hype. You're releasing coverage in the media of your big uh, cyberpunk next gen patch with awesome ray tracing and shit for the consoles. There's all this coverage in the media around, let's say, two weeks before Black Friday. Mm, then you put it on sale. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, yeah. So everyone buys their next-gen consoles, gets their cyberpunk. Poland's Consumer Protection Office announced on the 9th that they intend to investigate the game's development, marketing, and post-launch to determine if people were misled. They were. <laughs> they were. They were. Uh, Nintendo announced some extra content for the Switch version of Super Mario 3D World this week, including co-op where a partner can play as Bowser Jr. Did you see that image of, like, a huge fiery Bowser? I did, actually, it was yeah. A, it was a good image. Yeah. I wonder, I should have clicked on it maybe, but, but then I looked up what exactly Super Mario 3D World was and I was like, no. What is it exactly? Um, it? it's, you know, one of the two, it's one of those 2D is Mario 2D? games. Yeah. Where there, it's actually rendered in, in polygons for some reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just. 2D, 2.5D, 2.5, yeah. I guess that's the way to put it. Um, Hogwarts Legacy has been delayed till 2022. I don't care. I kind of do. I still kind of do. There's this part of me. I haven't read any of the books. I did. I read them all. I watched all the movies. I loved those books. Half of the movies, I think. The books. Uh, The books are better. (laughs) I have no doubt. A lot of the movies were really not very good. (laughs) But the thing is, once you read the book, you know, you just want to see it happen, and you forgive it all. You forgive it all just to go. Hagrid. (laughs) 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 He's so tall. You're a wizard, Harry. His beard really is ridiculous. <laughs> Ubisoft Massive, the studio that made The Division. This is probably the biggest news of the week. Yeah, The studio is. that made The Division announced an open-world Star Wars game with The Division 2 and the crew's creative director. It will use The Division 2 Snowdrop engine and will almost certainly be unplayable without a tidy investment in microtransactions. I'm not... I didn't play either of The Division games because... Because they, they're the division, mm-hmm. but what does that mean? I don't if need you, that kind of blatant them. politicking. Oh, it didn't seem like blatant politicking to me. It just seemed like a loot grind fest with a well, multi okay, with a multiplayer component. That's why I would say you would never play. The yeah, division. that too. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, all I, multiplayer. It's third person. I can only stomach Diablo. so much Ubisoft, and right now I've had my fill between Assassin's Creed and, and Immortals. Yes, but at the same time, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, I know. That's that's the thing. And so, if these, if this team, like obviously they can handle shooting, because I heard like True. I've heard some okay things about the Division Two. I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. If they can handle shooting, okay. Well, there's your there's your rogue character. There's your stormtrooper character. Can you handle? lightsabers? Because mm-hmm. if you can give me an open world Jedi game that's basically like um, now again, I don't want Assassin's Creed Jedi. I want Horizon Zero Dawn Jedi. I want I want, oh man, imagine you're fucking Obi-Wan wandering the deserts of Tatooine, but it's like it's it's like Ghost of Tsushima Jedi where there's all these fucking like evil jerks trying to take over Tatooine and you're just rolling into every cantina 
<laughs> with, yeah, Assassin's see, Creed Jedi would piss you off to, so much. It would piss me off so much. I don't need that. I need a Sony. Like, that's what terrifies me about this is the Ubisoft part. Because Sony would nail this, and uh, Ubisoft, not so much, man. No. Let's be honest. <laughs> Ubisoft deserves my my deepest baritone. And Ubisoft still isn't talking about Beyond Good and Evil 2. No. Let's not forget that that game doesn't really exist. Oh, yeah, the guy left, didn't he? The main guy left, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, but, we're, but we're still doing it. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. sure you are. Uh, meanwhile, Electronic Arts put out some kind of statement about the five Star Wars games they've already released, and they swear they're working on others, and everyone else is like, yeah, I didn't do much with that license, did you, man? No. You really didn't. No, that was a waste. Still, Jedi Fallen Order got a kind of patch this week that unlocks frame rates. and not, Well, it doesn't really unlock frame rates. It boosts frame rates on next-gen consoles. It's not like a full next-gen patch where there's, like, ray tracing all of a sudden. Um, and But I think it also boosts the resolution a little bit. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. It's using some sort of dynamic resolution. I wonder if I put my disc in, I'll probably still get those benefits, right? Because it'll just patch would, it, right? It's just a patch, yeah. yeah. But then I'd have to listen to the disc track. <laughs> and, you know what? Even worse, I'd have to play Jedi Fallen Order again. I did not enjoy that. You you to it. You finished it. Though. I did because the exploration and the fact that it was Star Wars really moved me. <laughs> <laughs> my, my inner child was yanked that, along. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, speaking of LucasArts, a new Indiana Jones games is, is in development at Machine Games. Now, Machine Games mm. are the uh, Wolfenstein, mm. the New Order people, right? Yes. Which makes them the Bethesda people, which now yeah. makes them a Microsoft team. True. The, the, everything you said is true. But... I really like the last two Wolfenstein games. And heck, Youngblood wasn't terrible. No, they were... Okay, they were really entertaining. They have that... Um, they have the story delivery more than anything else. Mm-hmm. But... But... They're also just silly. They're batshit crazy games. Yes. With, and, and, and that and is I, what you want from Indiana Jones. Yes! I was especially really... Especially a game version of yeah. it. I was really pissed off with those like last with that last uh, Uncharted... That didn't have a supernatural aspect. Thank God all the new Tomb Raiders did. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You didn't even play the third Tomb Shadow of the Tomb Raider. No, but I know Tomb that there was an actual angry old god involved, right? There was, yeah. Exactly. Lara triggers the end of the world, like, legitimately. Yeah, like... And she has to fix it. And that's fun. I don't want to go into Lara's dark soul and have her go, I really don't want to raid tombs anymore. <laughs> no, no, for... she, she triggers the apocalypse and feels pretty bad about it, but has to fix it. Exactly. So. That said, I have grown weary of the template. Like, I couldn't finish the second new Tomb Raider. Um, Uncharted, I was bored with the fourth one almost the entire game. But, I mean... I hated the story I want the something one. good out of the Indiana Jones franchise because there's three movies there are not four movies there are three movies <gasps> oh that reminds me of a movie i didn't talk about because they're because i it's not the fifth indiana jones is it that they're talking about making no that terrifies uh, me it, but it should it should uh, i believe is it on netflix is the tax collector on netflix now i don't know does the name the tax collector in terms of a movie ring a bell no it does not okay if one were to go to Google right now and enter the Tax Collector movie, the tax... Oh, and then it goes 2020 film and hit enter. And then there is... Yeah, I'm going to go to images, because what I'm most interested in is... Shia LaBeouf. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. All of okay. the marketing for the movie is Shia LaBeouf. 
if you look at like, and this this picture of Shia LaBeouf sitting in the chair with all the tattoos all over him, mm-hmm. it's really sold as a Shia LaBeouf movie. Mm-hmm. It's not. If you see the poster with the other guy on it, it's the other guy's movie. It's it's the it's the angry sad guy looking down <laughs> with the beard. Okay, uh, it's his movie. And uh, who he is is basically the tax collector for um, for the big the big mafioso who runs all of L.A. <coughs> basically, mm. and uh, Shia LaBeouf is his second, is the guy who's there to act crazy and maybe kill someone. And so he's not acting, is what you're saying? No, but here's the thing: I was exhausted by Shia LaBeouf by like two Transformers movies in. Like he he's oh, he's he's just nervous. He's this nervous little guy and then ah like every now and then he scream like that's Shia LaBeouf. And I was I hated it. And then I and then I watched a movie, I I forget the name, but I think it called itself Indiana Jones. That inc- oh, that included yeah. the same actor doing that exact same fucking performance. Mm-hmm. There were skulls in it on that's the right. side. Old guy who crashes planes. Yeah. The yeah. the tax collector out now on Netflix is Shia LaBeouf, not playing that character. Hmm. So that's what's inter- that's part of what's interesting and fun about this movie, but he is not really again a big part of the movie. He's a character in the movie, but he's less important than the main guy's wife. Really? Hmm. Um and uh and so he's there as a flavor character to the same degree that um like uh, Travolta was a flavor character in Pulp Fiction. Maybe a little less, maybe lesser than Travolta. Probably for the same degree that, like, Tim Roth was a character in Pulp Fiction. Tim Roth, was he the drug dealer? No. He was not the drug dealer. The redhead guy was the drug dealer. Doesn't even matter. Yeah, I don't you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. Yep. Yep, yep. Mia Wallace, perhaps, is a good example. He's about there for the, about the same amount of time as Mia Wallace. And is about that important and provides that much flavor. He's a very flavorful, interesting character. Um, but the, uh, the rest of the movie that surrounds him is an okay three out of five thriller. Metascore of twenty two. Jesus. Um, yeah, and and it is like it is out there showing Shia with all his tattoos because this is finally Shia not doing that same character again, and it's okay. he, he does a fine job of it, but you spend the whole time thinking, wow, he's really trying. <laughs> he's actually acting. Yeah. What's going on? I saw another movie. Anyway, sorry. Oh, that's all right. Da-da-da. Um, Dead Cells. So second anyway, no, anyway, yes, I am excited about a new Indiana Jones movie or Indiana Jones. Okay, no, game. show me, like show that, me yeah. fucking gameplay. Machine Games has never really done a game that was that uniformly AAA. The shooting and the, the no, the, the shooting, about? the shooting was fine. I'm thinking was... of, I'm thinking of the total production values for the whole game through. There was always All sections right. of those games that was always like you're looking at it and you're like, well, this isn't finished. Always in those, oh. they were. They were. Now the first one was good. It was good. It was really good, actually, the especially for the time. Was really good. The second one. I like the yeah. The second one where where Blaskowitz gets his head cut off and they put him, they remount him on an Aryan body and it's yeah, just awesome. Okay, but the story of the games of those. Is You're always right. Good. I I, th- I remember the games for the story beats and for Max Haas. If, not necessarily if we can, shooting, if we can so get I that much charisma. Oh man! Imagine a first-person Indiana Jones game. I think I want that. That's what I'm worried about. I don't want that. I think I do. Really? I don't know. How is the whip going to work first-person? Um, in the same way that like a takedown works in a Far Cry game, easily. Nice, fucking easily. Yeah. Oh, just script it. Which reminds me, pro tip for the listener. Speaking of cyberpunk and the way whips work, in cyberpunk, there's a game called there's a thing called the mono wire. 
the mono wire gets more powerful as you invest points in the cool tree for some reason. It just mm. increases the damage the mono wire does. However, in all mechanical terms, the mono wire counts as a blunt weapon. It also has a range of about 15 feet. So if you're wondering why your mono wire is kind of sucking, that's why. That's what you do with it. I don't understand how they charge yet. I haven't looked into that. But invest in the invest invest in bodies and blunt weapons if you want your mono wire to do better. Anyway, right. uh, dead cells, second paid expansion, fatal vault. Okay, first person Indiana Jones. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it worked like there's all kinds of shit. See, if what I would want to see in that game is I actually want more of the of the exploration slash archaeology bit. He's an archaeologist. I want to do some of okay. that. I mean, not like going to the library and doing research, oh. but, you know. Here's awful. Okay, ready? I want to do some tomb raiding as Indiana Jones. Yeah, no, no. I, <laughs> I just killed it there. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd, that'd be fine. Yeah, no, that could totally work. You you take kind of the structure of the modern tomb raiders, because um, the modern ones are very similar to, say, um, um, they're more similar to, like, Horizon. Than they are too. Yeah, I mean they've got large, large area. They're not necessarily open world, but they've got like a hub area and large areas around. Yeah, they're almost closer to Horizon than a modern Uncharted. Um, And but then you got to go again. They go further with and understand that the next evolution of the of the new Tomb Raider is the Horizon model, uh, the Horizon slash you know the the Sony open world model. Yeah. Um, But then now we have to build dungeons. (laughs) They need to add dungeons to it. And then, and then you'll get your tombs. Mm. But, uh, what I think you need to kind of retain the Tomb Raider model a bit because a core part of Indiana Jones is the map sequence. Where we, mm. we were just in Africa for two hours, but now, yeah. now, obviously, we have to go to Sri Lanka. <laughs> yeah, just for scene change, yeah. change of outfit, you know. You wouldn't surprise me if Sri Lanka is actually in Africa. I am that bad at geography. Wait, isn't Sri Lanka is not in Africa. I, I don't know, and now I'm suddenly curious. Isn't Sri Lanka in, like, the Philippines? Uh, Sri Lanka is a, just Africa? off the southern tip of Africa. Oh, shit. Wait, no, 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 no. It's the southern tip of India, I think. Oh, that's closer to what I was thinking then. Yes. It's kind of Asia. It's kind of Asia. I mean, yeah. India's Asia, right? Yes. Yeah. You'll learn something. Okay. Dead Cells, second paid expansion, Fatal Falls, is out before the end of this month. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was huge, though. This was, you know. PlayStation kindly confirmed launch dates for a bunch of 2021 games this week. Thank you, PlayStation. We were all worried. Yay. Returnal comes March 19th. That is the housemark one. Correct. And here's the thing. A new AAA that is PS5 exclusive. I mean... That's why I'm thinking about it, but it's right. also a $70 game. So, I will wait for reviews for Returnal. Coming March 19th. Mm-hmm. Unless I... Yeah, like, I'd have to save, like, what, 20 bucks a month for the next three months? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I might be able to afford it. Wait, is that getting a physical release? Because if it's getting a physical release... Oh, there you go. I'll just wait for it to simply arrive on my normal way of playing things. Well, I think it is. Let's Amazon this shit. Hold on. I'm, I'm pulling up my... I'm pulling up my... Returnal, PS5. Uh, it's an audio album. And no other listing on Amazon. So. Yeah, it is. Returnal is getting a physical release. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I'll be, I'll be able to play it okay, so my normal way. Returnal PS5. And there it is. Yeah. Pre-order okay. price guarantee, only $90 Canadian. For a roguelike. 
See, the problem is, I, this is going to be a game that I will play for probably half an hour. I'll do mm -hmm. one loop and get fed up. Yeah, but you... Maybe. I don't know, man. She looks so angry in that cover art. <laughs> She's going to get it done. Fuck. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> okay. Pragmata. Move to 2023. I think Pragmata is the one with, like, the space dude and the magical girl. Yeah, that like, sounds right. Yeah. Uh, Solar Ash, June 2021. Now, Solar Ash is the new game from the um, uh, Hyperlight Drifter devs. Oh. Yes. And it is okay. nothing like Hyperlight Drifter, as far as I can tell. But they haven't shown anything beyond the first trailer, I think. I don't think they've ever shown mm. gameplay. But here's a huge Let's one for see. me. Kenna Bridge of Spirits, March 2021. That was that trailer, right? And that was yes, the... that was the one with like okay. all the little black things and the girl with like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, bow yeah. that he yeah yeah. So that is that's a day one. That looked pretty good. Yeah, but it's also in India. I wonder what the price is. Hmm. Uh, Stray and Ghostwire Tor Tokyo uh, from Tango GameWorks. I think it's October 2021. I really hope that Ghostwire is good. I don't think it will I be. I really do. I think Ghostwire Tokyo will be awesome in the same to the same degree that like Shadows of the Damned was awesome. So it was kind of awesome, but certainly not like it won't be cyberpunk. It won't be. I would Ghost settle of for Evil Within. You know that kind of like this is decent and kind of spooky. I that, yeah yeah I think that's what you're gonna get. Except mm -hmm. I don't think it'll be that. I don't think it'll be that spooky that well but then again neither was evil within so yeah maybe it will be that it really wasn't yeah evil within yeah wasn't that scary yeah. little devil inside january july 2021 uh that okay. that is an indie that i'm, I'm kind of hyped for and the trailer didn't really explain much but the style alone just got me hooked uh it's just like you're just a hero uh going out and doing great deeds for some rich man who's paying you to do it <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, Project Athea. That's I think that's Square Enix's one. Remember that one? Like the woman yeah, jumping from the towers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ja that sounds right. January next year. <laughs> uh, Hitman Three, January twenty twenty one. This month. Maybe I should get into a Hitman game again. You know what I should do? I should shake off the rest in Overwatch. That's what I should do. Uh, Her Maybe. Horizon Forbidden West, twenty twenty one. Locked in. Yay. Yay. Ratchet and Clank 2021. I'm really hoping Ratchet and Clank is June. This probably means we're not getting God of War this year. Um, they would have said. It's such a big game. It's such a... Yeah. Yeah, and maybe... give Like, maybe they've, like, kind of, like, re-looked at where their studios are at post-COVID or mid-COVID. Yeah. And said that, yeah, God of War needs to be a 2022 game. And besides, what the fuck are they in competition with anyway? Nothing. Nothing. Right it's almost like Microsoft's not making games. No. I mean, it really isn't. I mean, I Microsoft has not put any list out like this at all for first-party stuff. Well, but last year they last year and the year before they acquired a bunch of studios. Yeah, but which means we're another year off. Exactly. Two years off. Exactly. Probably about two. Probably two. Uh, and honestly, I don't want to hear about these games until they're six months from release. Don't tell me that in three years you're going to be making this game. I don't yes, want to know about it. Yes, I hate it. that shit. Agreed. Just, you know, tell me when it's done enough that you can give me gameplay video. Like, hey, here's this game is coming out. Here's what it looks like. Oh, sweet. I think, and it's going to be available in six months. Yeah, I think I need to watch. Well, you know what? I'll just wait for reviews about Returnal. Because I want Returnal to be good. But based on what I saw, I don't really want to play that game. <laughs> 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 and now a heartwarming story. 
A crowdfunding campaign for repairs to the real-life island of Tsushima has concluded with more than 27 million yen, um, or 190... Why, why does it say 192,000 euros? Fucking, well, actually, I think, no, I think, I think that's British pounds to U.S. dollars. <laughs> that is 262,656 uh, U.S. dollars. A decent chunk of change. A very decent chunk of change, but more specifically, 500% of its original goal, thanks in part to donations from fans of Ghosts of Tsushima. The project <laughs> will ensure the reconstruction of the Tori Gate at Tsushima's Wata... Watatsumi Shrine, which was destroyed by a typhoon in September of last year. The structure currently lies in pieces, half-submerged in water. Wow. Mm-hmm. People doing good. Yeah, I hadn't even heard about this. And apparently... I didn't know it was a real place until this bit of headline here. You didn't know Tsushima <laughs> was a real place? Well, I hadn't heard of it any other place. I don't I don't follow a Japanese culture. Wow. Geography wow. or... Wow. What? I'm American! So, wait Nothing a minute, exists. wait a minute, wait a minute. But, but we are now better people for this. Because where is the island of Tsushima, Chamberlain? Well, somewhere in Japan. Well, I know it's somewhere in Japan, but I want to know specifically where. I don't know where. Well, okay, it look it up. It is interesting. It is like... It is between uh, Japan and Korea, and in fact, it's closer to Korea. That actually explains why it took so long to get word back and forth. They're talking about escaping to the mainland yeah. or escaping. That actually adds color to the game itself, that bit of geography. Okay. And if I were to ask you where Sri Lanka is, what would you say to me? Off the southern tip of India. We have learned so much today. <laughs> <laughs> I love... <laughs> Geography is now a, a part of the show. <laughs> it's, We've done cooking segments. No, I, under, I understand why Korea segments. needed to do this. They were like, that's rough. Seriously, our island. that Japan's like, no, we got it first. They're like, it's closer to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to take that island, too. <laughs> yep. I would, yep. I would totally send my hordes against that island. <laughs> hmm. So I... Decided mm-hmm. to give the new ho- new temporary host of Jeopardy a try. Okay. We haven't really talked about it on the show much, but I like Jeopardy a lot. <sighs> I watch it oh. most every day. Oh, wow. So who's the new host? Uh, Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings is the probably the best Jeopardy player of all time. Oh. He has the longest record. Yeah, I remember um, that it's guy. Him, it's, it's him, and then there, he's an old, he's, a while ago, there's also the more recent guy from Vegas, uh, Holtzauer, who is a smarmy douchebag. He would not be good for this. Um, and I was a little worried about that he wouldn't work, because he's just kind of this nebbish, kind of nerdy guy. Mm-hmm. But they coached him up something fierce. He's actually got decent delivery. He's not getting the job, mm-hmm. right? He's just got it for a week. Which I think is good. I mean, we, we're going to rotate some people through this and see who fits. What are some of the other ones coming? Uh, next week is Katie Couric. Yeah. The week after that is Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, come on. Get serious, people. No, 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 no. Aaron Rodgers is actually incredibly intelligent and, and also very egotistical and yeah. won Celebrity Jeopardy at least once. Hmm. Okay, well, um, I don't like him either. The the most interesting one, and then this was a a online petition that got started shortly after Trebek died. They were trying to figure out what to do with this. It's got a, a large number of, of, of um, signatures is that people want LeVar Burton. Oh, yeah. Now, picture LeVar Burton hosting Jeopardy. That's awesome, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I would love it. But him. I don't know if he would want to do that. That's the thing. He's like, I'm flattered, but... Yeah. So I'm I out here living my life, man. What are you 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I don't know how, where they're going to end up with this, but it's it's interesting they're going to kind of rotate through some of these people. Give them, all, give them each a week. Let's see what happens. Yeah, not many people are kind of like in the Drew Carey career zone where this would be a move up and they'd be happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and no disrespect to Alex Trebek and Jeopardy, it's an institution. It is. But game show host is a very specific um, dream. True. Mm-hmm. You know, and you've got to be at a point in your career where this is what you're going to do because it, 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 okay. it's got to take up a lot of time. Now, you know who would be goddamn amazing at it? And I bring this guy up a lot, but I'm a fan. Okay. Bill Hader. Bill Hader always plays the best game show host on Saturday Night Live. Anderson Cooper was brought up. I'm not a fan of that one. Uh, no, no. Anderson Cooper's. Here's the thing if you could get him to do it with Billy Eichner, mm-hmm. that's a host. Because either one of them on their own are too much. Yeah. <laughs> like, Anderson is, Anderson is too serious. Billy is just fucking, shut up, Billy. <laughs> so. <laughs> Billy's so angry. <laughs> they should get Will Ferrell up there at least once to do a, oh, one God. episode. That would be great. And he should do the Trebek impression. I think that would be awesome. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> I think people would find it disrespectful. Oh, I don't, well, true. But you know I don't what? know if Trebek every, you know what? At, ever, at this ever point, weighed in on that. Fuck those people. No, Trebek, yeah. Trebek had a great sense of humor about everything. Yes. He totally would have been fine with it. He was a, you know what he was? He was a gentleman. He was a gentleman. He was a gentleman. So, yeah, that's, Ken Jennings' last episode is tomorrow, so we'll see how he does. Well, apparently he's doing fine. He's, I mean, it's, I, I didn't watch tonight because I was setting up, but I've been pretty good about it, so. Hmm. Yeah, Katie Kirk, I'm like, eh. There's a reason she went away. There's a reason she didn't keep her anchor job. There's a reason we haven't seen her for a while. We're kind of done with her. My God, anyway. it's 32 Kuricks. <laughs> you never saw that episode? Which one? It's no. an episode of South Park where uh, Randy's dad go enters a competition to produce the world's largest crap. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's contacted by the people who run... <laughs> Oh, no. Who runs this, you know, this, this group in, out of Zurich, Switzerland, and they <laughs> measure craps on the international crap standard, the Keurig. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, why is it called the Keurig? He goes, well, haven't you ever wondered <laughs> why Katie Keurig is everywhere? Well, he's kind of see me like a piece of crap. <laughs> or something like that. It was a wonderful analogy or something. No, wait, no, what? Keurig? No, it was Bono. It was about Bono. Bono was a piece of crap, but Keurig is the mo is the unit of measurement. Keurig uh, is one hundred percent the. Wait a minute. Let me let me make sure I'm thinking of the right person. Katie Keurig. Katie Keurig. Oh God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, South Park. Katie Keurig. Hold on. There we go. Katie Keurig. Is Bono the biggest piece of crap in the world? Yeah, and so Bono has to make sure that Randy's dad doesn't beat the record because when Bono was born, he was the biggest piece of crap in the world, and he's held the record ever since. <laughs> it's like, hasn't it always bothered you that no matter what humanitarian work Bono does, no matter how much he contributes to AIDS charities, no matter how many you know important causes he gets behind, he still seems like a piece of crap? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I love that joke. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, anyway. I love that joke. It's, it's, no, it's oh, a good joke. I'm just saying I don't like Bono. You're just too big of a music fan is what it is. No, I don't like U2 that much. Never really have. 
Are they still active? I don't know. The thing... Well, Bono got into a bicycle accident and broke his arm or hand oh, really yeah. bad to the point where he can't play guitar anymore. Oh, man. Well, he was the singer anyway. So, I know, but he, he stopped for some of the stuff, and Edge is doing well, yeah, more of it, I guess. But, or, the, oh, sorry, The Edge. It's not just Edge. Um, I don't know. I like it when, See, I like I it when The music. Edge turns up in any kind of musical documentary because he's just so serious and thoughtful and well-researched on whatever they're talking about. True. He's just like... The opposite of Bono. Yeah, he, he's very much about the technical aspect of executing what we're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. And the same thing if you ever see Jack White sitting there talking about his record collection. Oh, my God. It's wonderful. Jack White's something of a renaissance man, I believe. He's... He is, but it makes it hard to follow him because you want, like, the next Jack White album. What the fuck is his current project called? <laughs> you know? know. <laughs> the record... It was... Uh, but he's he's way past the record tours. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's he's in a, he's definitely in a band with like four other people from Detroit, as far as I remember. Mm. Last I checked, that was like two years ago. Who knows what he's doing now? God, I I want to go to a concert so bad. It's been though. the last concert I saw was oh God, the last last band I saw live was Metallica, and that was like two and a half years ago now. I saw a thing. Ugh. Saw a thing on Twitter. I think it was in Iceland. This person was excited because they had uh, they got their ticket to a hockey game. And Twitter descended upon them. How dare you go to a hockey game? How are you holding hockey games in COVID? And well, Iceland took care of their business. Well, not only that, but there are eight available seats in the entire arena. That's how. <laughs> and that's why I'm so excited about this ticket. Fuck off, all of you. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Yeah. He has the right to lower that over everybody else. Absolutely. Well, not, not only that, but you can understand well, the excitement for getting the ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah Absolutely. I don't even like crowds that much. I just oh, need to do something. Oh, that's who I right? thought. Okay, one of the hosts that I heard Florida was Maya Bialik. No, that'd be no good. Why not? She's she's literally like a physics... Isn't she like a physics whiz, for starters? She's a nerd icon, for second, for being on Big Bang Theory. That's why. That show taints all comers. I just don't want to deal with anybody who was on that show. I think you need to be prepared for this, because I think in terms of... The demographics and, you know... She's got her own show, that cat oh, lady show, right. which I'm that's, sure that's is right. awesome. <laughs> that's right. She started her own thing, didn't she? Still, she'd be my pick. I think she's... Uh, of everybody from that show, she's the only one who ran out and got worker again right away. Uh, everyone else got paid so well they don't need to. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, she came in as a character. She's the, the last one introduced, I believe. I'm almost positive Kaylee Cuoco has her own production company. Um, oh, I, like, I'm pretty sure she's have no, Kaylee Cuoco did, uh, fucking Harley Quinn, man. Well, that yeah. Harley Quinn series was amazing. I will buy whatever Kaylee Cuoco, you know, makes next. That's the type of shit she's putting out, because it's good. Parsons was in, he's trying to do other stuff, right? He was in, oh, the NASA movie with the math and the ladies. I'll happily watch uh, Parsons and other stuff. I don't remember what the name of that movie was. I feel terrible about it. Anyway. No. Anyway. Uh, yeah, he was in... No, no, wasn't it... Okay, was Jim Parsons in um, Hidden Figures? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think no. of. Hidden Figures. Okay, but... Par- I thought Parsons was... Yeah, he was like the, one of the villains, quote-unquote. Well, there were a bunch yeah. of br- racist white guys in that movie. Yeah, he was playing a racist yeah. white guy. Yep. But Kevin Costner wouldn't stand for that in the 50s. Oh, yeah. Is anyone more wholesome than Kevin Costner? <laughs> Might as well put Tom Hanks in there, for that's fuck's right. sake. Oh, Jeez. God, yeah, that's right. Did you see that Tom Hanks is hosting the inauguration for TV? Yeah. Which is literally a Simpsons gag. Yeah. The American government has lost all credibility, so it's borrowing some wine. <laughs> oh, God. 
This is it's the proof. This is proof that the Democrats are all terrible as well. It's just come on, people. Can we just separate? You know, the show from the running of the country. No, we can't. We are a reality show now as a country. Okay, but we need to talk to those other people who listen to Tom Hanks as well. Like we need, we need those to go. Like Tom Hanks. Yeah, but but everyone else does. And and all the people who like um, who like Trump, I'm sure, also like Tom Hanks because you can't not. Ugh. He is no curic. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Anyway. Well, he should just fucking run for president then. Why not? Oh, man, you know, after seeing... Uh, did you watch Schwarzenegger's speech? I did, wow. actually. Wow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, that was... Um, everyone fact, everyone needs to hear that. pulled out the Conan sword. I'm like, hey, yeah. Nice. Everyone needs to hear that. Like that was a great that was some that was some real perfect clarity from someone who really knew what he was talking about. Yeah. And it was wonderful to see the Terminator be so intelligent and thoughtful. And I, I know like Americans are used to that, but it for me it's still awesome to see. Oh well, yeah, it's I mean yeah. It was it was it was, it was I mean, a nice like five minute length too. I mean mm-hmm. this was not like some quip, this was like a speech. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, that's that's one of the good. greatest speeches I've ever seen from an American politician. Yeah, and makes me wish that he could be, but he can't. So, nope, nope, nope. nope. He's Austrian. He's not born here. Well, you know what though? Turn, turns no. out, how much does the truth really matter? Why don't you go for it? None. Why don't you go None. for it, Mr. President? There you go. <laughs> Just say you won. Yeah. If enough people listen to you, then you know. <laughs> All right. Well. Alex will be back to us next week, and I'm sure he'll have all sorts of great stories for us about how he has spent his week. None of which we'll put into the podcast. Um, but <laughs> I refuse to embarrass our good friend that way. No. That, was, that would not be. They, okay. they went out there. They knitted sweaters. Yeah, absolutely. And now each of them are cozy. I, I believe there was something. There was, he mentioned a, a glass of cognac. He did mention it, but that, but neither of us responded to it. And my immediate response to that part about the cognac was, like, it felt weird to say, how did you make it weird, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't want to say that to him in the email. But it was like, I'm amazed that you're the one who made this weird. No kidding. Let's expect that lowbrow nonsense from us. You, yeah, like, expect you, it from me, not from him. Yeah, I got to keep that little, keep it, keep it on the, on the, on the queue. Uh, anyway. I don't know. All right. Anyway, well. See you next week. Alex, we'll talk to you next week. Chance, thank you for being here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week.